will be restored throughout the galaxy. Execute Order 66. No, Execute Order 69. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck it. I gotta pull up the story here. So we don't have a theme song this week because Kevin just took care of that. All right. We're going to kind of go around the table here since we got a full team going. Um, hi, my name is J.D. Kiker, and I'm addicted to podcasting. Hi, J.D. Hello, what's your name, sir? Hello, my name is Kevin Moss. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And you, sir? Hi, I'm Kyrie West, Kyrie. and I'm not related to Kanye West. And you, sir, your Danny. name? Danny. The legend known as Danny. That's what we call him. He's the legend known as Danny. All right. So this is the Odd Zone. And uh, yeah, we're going to tell some stories and stuff. How you guys doing? Everybody good? Yeah. Medication working? Yeah. Partly. But mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good. All right. That's good. You getting most of the inches up there at least? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's all it counts. The rest of it's all psychological. That too. I need more coffee. It's you guys, you guys talk for a while. Just come from the former internet shrink. Just because I'm short doesn't make me a shrink. See what I did there? I do see what you did there. It's a correlation. I just put them together. But I'm Yep, exactly. All right. So here's what's going to happen, children. We're going to tell a bit of a bedtime story. A round robin, except none of the stories are connected, and you're not going to connect to my story because it doesn't make any sense anyway. Danny? Hi. Well said. <clears throat> All right. First story is about a wizard in New Zealand. His name was Ian Breckenbury Channel. Not Channel, Channel. Um, the city council of Christ Church in New Zealand, announced that it will stop paying its official wizard $10,400 U.S. money a year this coming December. He has been serving as the city's appointed necromancer since the olden days of 1998. That's not olden days, you assholes. Over the past few decades, he has made a total of roughly $258,825 U.S., quote-unquote, to provide acts of wizardry, and other wizard-like services as part of a promotional work for the city of Christchurch, which is hilarious that a place is called Christchurch and they hired a necromancer. The council assistant chief executive Lynn McClelland told uh, Stuff, which is the name of the magazine, did this, that the council made this difficult decision to fire their local mage because the promotional landscape of the city has changed with diversity and some other such bullshit. The wizard, who frankly should have used his powers to see this coming, this is what they said in the article, said the council has no imagination and they're giving off an image of bureaucrats drinking lattes on the boulevard. This wizard, who holds a New Zealand driver's license bearing the name The Wizard, moved to the country in the 1970s and has been a fixture in Christchurch um, ever since. He's even earned himself on TripAdvisor a rating of four out of five stars. He's literally a location that you can go visit. Uh, he told CNN that he views himself less as a Gandalf and more of a goofball or a showman to bring joy to the city. And he said, every day the world gets more serious. 
So fun is the most powerful thing in the world right now. And then he goes dark. He says, it makes no difference them firing me. I will still keep going. They will have to kill me to stop me. So he's got a good outlook on his firing at least. So yeah, this place, they hired their own <clears throat> freaking wizard for $10,000 a year since the 90s. Okay. Was that um, was that a career option that we missed in high school? I did not get that in my pamphlet. I mean, yeah, I, I feel, I feel like, gypped. Yeah, I feel like that definitely should have been in there somewhere because, I mean, that's a great fucking gig. That is a great fucking gig because you really don't have to do produce anything of any substance. I, I, I gotta ask. What, what are you uh? What are you doing with your mic over there? Yeah. What is the issue? Oh, it's just moving. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when you fire a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> the universe goes upside down, and Danny's mic wiggles. <laughs> All right, that's the only story I have. I'm I'm lacking well, I this mean, week. This first of all, again, kind of like we were talking about before. There was a meeting mm-hmm. with elected officials who listened to an argument and approved the hiring of an official wizard. An official wizard. So, something that confuses me about that because they refer to him as a wizard and a necromancer. Those two completely different things. Well, yes, but I mean, I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Um, I mean, if you go by D&D schools, no. A wizard can be a necromancer. I don't know. I mean, first of all, you got to justify paying this with tax dollars. So, <laughs> Welcome to New Zealand, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. New and creative ways to have tax fraud. I guess so. <clears throat> what well, kind of tax well, shelter well, do you well, have? Well, we hired a necromancer. When when did they hire this guy? 98. This was this was at the time when uh, the whole New Age metaphysical craze started. So at the time, it was probably a financially good idea. Everybody's wanted to be witches and wizards and shit back then. So you got one. Hey, we got an official wizard. Come on down to our place. And all the people that were into it probably thought this was like a mecca. So it was probably good for you know tourism. I mean, he got enough tourism to get on Travelocity. Yeah. yeah TripAdvisor. Yeah. TripAdvisor. Four out of five freaking stars at that. I wonder how many reviews. Though. I mean, because you can have one review and do four out of five stars. Oh, but I mean, you know. How many reviews that would be interesting to know. And how pissed off the local hotel is that they got three out of five and homeboy got four out of five. (laughs) From the one guy that visited last year. Yeah. (laughs) The dude, you know, his room got rejected. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty strange. But, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. So, that that was my... There is a town in in America that did... Correct me if I'm wrong, but... I believe there is a town in America that elected a cat as their mayor for a while. So, I mean, there's... Was it a cat or was it just the mayor a pussy? No, it was, it was an actual cat. The mayor okay. was a pussy because he didn't win, but the cat was a cat. <clears throat> okay, gotcha. Because, I mean, at some point, you kick the cat. You, know, <laughs> you, you win <laughs> by default. <laughs> so, yeah. As, as Dave Chappelle said one time, Kick him in the pussy. There you go. And, I, yeah, I did hear about that. Um, unfortunately, that cat had to be removed from office because it had a catnip addiction. And, no, it's a bad joke. I tried, yeah, to, I tried to put that together, and yeah. it didn't work. 
You gotta string it together, Alf. I thought you oh, raised shit. your hand to say something. <laughs> <laughs> the chair recognizes Danny. <laughs> Catnip. I was just throwing something in for the bad joke. Friggin'. But um bum bum. Okay, yeah, I apologize. I'm tired and I'm not really bringing it this week like I do any other freaking time. Um, so that was my story to get us all lubed up. You guys go ahead and just pile drive the rest of these stories. Go ahead, Kyrie. Bring us your tale of woe. Uh, okay. I have a story of a child. This child graduated there from you know grade school and went to college. And uh, their first day of band camp. Uh, Everybody's mind went to that one place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first day of band camp, they, there was a little bit of a, a party afterwards. And the people in, in this party decided to play an icebreaker. And uh, it was a game of like questions. And one of the questions was... Who here is the most likely to catfish somebody? And this boy was the only one to raise his hand. This child. And he went on to say that sometime during the summer before, him and his friends were hanging out on Omegle. And... Wait, what is that? Uh, it, it's like AOL. Kind of. Non-existent? <laughs> no, it's, it, it's existing. Uh, I got you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Um, You're going to have to explain this to the boomers. Boomer was actually our parents' generation, but thanks for playing, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was on Eagle and decided to catfish guys and pretend, like, pretend to be girls. <clears throat> okay. there's, there's some, like, Horny mofos on Omegle. All right. Like it's a it's a like anonymous uh, text thing, so immediately like, dude, be like M, send. Uh, age, and then it'd be like M or F, and then <laughs> we would go F, and like, okay, how old are you? Uh, sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you got like a flood of freaking dudes just coming in trying to get it. Yeah, it was. Have a seat over there. So was that you? <laughs> <laughs> this, is this one of those anonymous stories about that friend you did something, or is this? <laughs> oh, it it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to ask that, girl. <laughs> I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> Just saying that there was a, a person involved <laughs> who was young and having fun. Anyway, yeah, that was my story. So, like, what, uh, does anybody ever get busted doing that? You know, like, uh, pedophiles or whatever. You know? You gotta imagine. On something like that, there's like some pedophiles on there. It's like some thirty-year-old dude. Well, like, I mean, there's a whole fucking TV show called Catch a Pre- How to Catch a Predator. You seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Hansen, I think his yeah, guy's name. Fuck his name is. Yeah. That's why I said have a seat over there. Huh? That's why I just said have a seat over there. You said that? Yeah. See, that's how much I listen to this thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then there was a show 
that uh, I can't remember what it, it it was a show called Catfish and it was these people and they would yeah. that's what I was go, thinking when you brought that up yeah, that show, they, yeah. Would, they would go in and chase down these people track down these people who are doing this catfishing thing and you know I'm I guess probably because it, a lot of it had to do with back and deals on TV and things like that but they were a lot nicer than I would have been <laughs> I mean you'd there was some people got their fucking feelings hurt on that show, <laughs> and, and some of them got took for a lot of money too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, what what was the name of the thing, the the chat thing? What was it called again? Oh, Omegle. Yeah, he he wants to know about Omegle. Oh. <laughs> Only for anecdote purposes, of, of course. But the the messed up part about it is, I told him the story and everything, and you know your nickname is about your um, it's something about you, your personality, something you did. Things like that, mm-hmm. and I went the whole like band camp thinking, "Oh man, it's gonna be we're gonna be catfish. It's gonna be so cool." Then it comes out, it's Chloe. <laughs> Chloe no, when they told me it was, they said Chloe with a K. I don't, I don't get it. What? What is Chloe? It's just you know, a girl's name. So, like, that was all they did. Yeah, yeah. It was. Just, it's like that's what we're doing. We're doing Chloe. Yeah. yeah it's, Chloe with a K. I've done it. <laughs> I always correlated with like Chloe Kardashian just to like help people understand like. And know, now my mind's on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now that's all I can see. <laughs> all right, Danny, you got the top 10 ways not to die in a horror film? Yeah, well, I've kind of condensed it down. It's just like the, you know, George Carlin. <laughs> Top Ten Commandments down to three. <laughs> this is reduced. First one, do not catfish. Yeah, basically, I've read a whole bunch of these lists, and you can basically condense it down to A, pay attention to your surroundings. B, do not investigate anything alone. Do not go anywhere alone. Stay in the group. Because uh, apparently going off somewhere alone tends to be a bad idea when something is chasing you. Unless you're a dumbass like us and you chase it back. <laughs> That's why they don't film horror movies in the South. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was away from my mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they don't film horror movies in the South. It's like uh, <clears throat> some of the things where don't go into the don't go into the woods. Well, you can go into the woods if you actually recon the area. Actually, another one was pay attention to the old creepy-looking guy trying to give you advice. Well, yeah, he knows the area and you don't. Yeah, the guy's typically telling you to stay the fuck away. Yeah. Yeah, the smart That's one. Like yeah. Halloween, <laughs> the recent Halloween movie tried to have a version of this where people were going into, were investigating the town or patrolling mm-hmm. the town or whatever in groups, but the one group we actually see, four, three people stay in the damn car, one person goes out to investigate. Are the other two fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Finger banging back in the back seat. No, these are old bummers. Hey, Viagra. <laughs> and the person with the gun decides, the people with oh the guns decide to stay in the car. They send the one woman, unarmed, out to investigate something that has killed numerous people unarmed. 
And then the when they when homie finally gets to the damn place, the damn car or whatever, and kills them, none of them have any kind of friggin' firearms training. And you can visually see this in the movie. The one chick that actually seems to know what she's doing has a friggin' fifty caliber Desert Eagle mm-hmm. and gets close enough. And they had they had to have filmed this like this. You can see her, see her friggin' inching closer and closer, and then friggin' uh, Michael Myers kicks the damn door open and knocks the gun out of her hand. What well, it knocks the gun, it spins around, she shoots herself in the fucking head. But like, what what's funny is. She had the aiming skills of a fucking stormtrooper. She literally was like as close as any of us are to each other. She's shooting and hitting everywhere but where Mike was. But yeah, it was it was stupid because their whole thing through is like, we gotta stick together. We're gonna go get him. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, woo. And then they finally go out, they're like, hey, there's something weird over there. And like one chick goes, Well, I'll go check it out. All right, fine, I guess we'll just fuck off here then. Good luck. And this is supposed to be a freaking small town or whatever, right there at the end of the movie. I don't care if I spoil it for anybody. The movie kind of sucked. Yeah, it did. But you see the freaking mob finally attack damn Michael Myers, and one person has a gun. Out of the whole town. The whole freaking town. Everybody's got baseball bats. It's like a, a lynch mob from like an old Frankenstein movie. Mm. Nobody's got a gun. And then they shoot him, and he falls down and gets back up. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've shot him. Yeah. How many times? Yeah. But, I mean, it brings up a good point. Like, horror films only work if you're an idiot. You know? Like, you you have to be some of the most inept people for that to happen to. I want to say, uh, like, a horror horror film Mm -hmm. can work. Whether or not you know people are stupid or not, those are like, like uh, Jace, the the Jason and Freddy Krueger and all those are like mm-hmm. slashers and um, what is that genre? Um, something like the murder porn shit or you know like <laughs> Saw and that kind of stuff. Or? Yeah, yeah, just just those those are I think are a different kind of uh, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's true. So horror, are, yeah, we throw that word horror around, but it's not all the same. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, like, I, I consider, you know, The Conjuring mm-hmm. and um, uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe horror. Yeah. Because uh, it's, like, a force that's, like, crazy as hell. They, they can't beat it, and in the end, it's still it's still there. Right, right. You know, um, and with, you know, Jason and... Uh, saw in those kind of movies it's like okay it's a mystery and it's there until the end where they find some way to beat it but then they don't really beat it because it comes back again yeah and then at that point it's just like redundant and it's like why, yeah. are, you, why, why are you still being stupid <laughs> yeah it's like another one of the damn rules make don't investigate or make sure it's dead how many times have you seen where they go up to the guy They've just either knocked out or shot once. Yeah. Well, it's like Jason. Like uh, There were so many of his movies where they'd run him over, and then he'd get like 10, 15 feet away, hit the fucking brakes, and go, we're going to go make a check. Why? Why? <laughs> just go. Just go. Yeah. That's what the gas pedal's for. Go. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, most of the shit is just freaking common sense. Actually maintain your vehicle. 
so it won't freaking go dead at the most inopportune time. Keep, Don't forget your keys. Yeah. Thriller. That's the, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, all right. Let, let me ask you all something. And to, to what you're talking about there, because uh, I've been thinking about this too, because I want to get into making horror films, because um, it's just cheap as fucking to get into. People say horror, right? Now, you're talking about like slasher films, but then they talk about movies like, there's one called Heredity. I, don't, Heredity, I can't say that word. Is it Heredity or Hereditary? Hereditary. Hereditary, okay. Those are, I call those like the new horror, but really like Hitchcock would have called those suspense movies or thrillers because they're less about a monster and less about like what a slasher film is like. It's more about the suspense of what's happening and just to keep you like at the edge of your seat going, what the, what the fuck is going on and like that. Um, they just let you know up front like there's something happening here and you just have to sit at the edge of your seat and figure it out. There's all these different versions, but now they've locked it all under the one word, horror, but now everything is horror. Something is suspense, some things are horror, some things are, um, like, you know, I don't know, genres in between. Like, what do y'all think about that? Like, well, I think there's definitely a difference between, like, you know, you have your slasher flicks, which is what I'm going to call the Jason, Freddy, mm-hmm. Michael Myers movies. You know, those are slasher flicks. Then you've got your. Like you said, for lack of a better term, murder porn, you know, the mm-hmm. Saw and Hostel and all those things, you know. And then you have the movies that are based around, like you said, it's something that it's a scary situation, but they don't actually solve it, you know. That like, it's a incredibly slow burn to get to yeah, the actual thing. Yeah, you know, like when you're looking at movies like The Exorcist, The Omen you know things like that yeah. you know those to me are better horror movies than the slasher flicks thing like that i like the slasher flicks just because mostly it's nostalgia you know mm-hmm. we grew up on them yeah um but for an actual horror film you know i would rather watch you know the shining um you know something like something along those lines mm-hmm. you know but there's definitely a huge amount and an increasing amount of subgenres under there that, you know, it's just, it's hard to get a handle on where everything goes. What's become popular now, um, has been the suspense horror movies. Um, like Danny and I, back when it came out on DVD, the witch, you remember we tried watching it when we did watch it, we got away the end of it. Yeah. I freaking rented it. Yeah. It was a good cure for insomnia. I mean, watching paint, Peel off that wall would be about as exciting as that movie. But the same guy who directed that directed The Lighthouse, which is fucking great because of just how goddamn crazy it is. And it's, I mean, it's not like something happening every minute, but it actually has more things happening back to back than Mm. The Witch. The Witch, there's literally just, they're just sitting there half the time staring at each other all intently. And at the very end, shit gets weird. I would rather have something that. Even if it's not a monster coming out of the corner, it's something happening a little more often. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like, what was that movie uh, where they're all pantomiming to each other? Quiet Place. That was one everybody talked about. So this thing is like the greatest freaking horror movie ever made. Like they were just going crazy. I was bored, senseless, and it didn't make sense once you start paying attention to it. Like, wait, yeah, you're yeah. making a face over there. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't consider uh, Quiet Place a, a horror movie. Yeah, and they do. That that's that's yeah. What, 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 what would you call it? What do you think? Uh, 
Well, you're Gen Z. Isn't more your horror thing, like freaking creepypasta, like Slenderman and all that shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, did did was, you just assume people, my gender? No. <laughs> people my age did definitely get into that, but I, I wasn't... I, I couldn't see the appeal of it. Um, but A Quiet Place, I could see it being like a scary movie, but also it's... It's not really a, it's not it's really not a scary, scary. Movie. No. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Have you guys seen it? I've Quite seen like. some of it. Like the worst part for me of that whole movie is where she's walking down those stairs and steps on that nail mm-hmm. and she can't scream. That was like, I was like, but I never got scared. I was like, I wouldn't. There, there's a good scene, probably the best scene in the whole movie, which is she's giving birth while the monster is attacking. That is a well-crafted scene because she can't scream. She's literally giving birth, and she can't, you know, mm-hmm. emote. Um, and so that's that's a really good one, but it sets up rules and then breaks them. Like the whole first part of the movie, they're pantomiming to each other. They're making faces at each other. They're sign language, and they're setting up this rule that, like, everything has to be super quiet. You can't even whisper because they're not whispering to each other. And then about halfway through the film, the dad takes his son out on a hunting trip. He takes him to a waterfall, and he starts talking to him, but he's talking kind of low. He says, okay, listen, big sounds bad, little sounds good. And at that point, you're like, well, if little sounds are good, then why the fuck you guys been pantomiming to each other? You're doing sign language and shit for like the first half of the film. You could have just been talking. you know. And it was all just to like try to be artistic in a horror film. But really what A Quiet Place is, is tremors with all the fun sucked out of it. You're... Mm-hmm. Dealing with monsters who hunt by sound, you can't see. It's the exact same concept, except in Tremors, they had fun with it. This movie, they took themselves serious. Um, what do y'all consider uh, Evil Dead and the like? Is it horror? Is it comedy? Is it both? Or is it something like self-aware, like I, uh, Deadpool? I'd, I'd say like dark comedy. So, I mean, it's, it's got the horror elements to it. But to me, I would call it a dark comedy more than a horror because it's not really. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with dark comedy on that one. Would yeah. you would you lump Z Nation in that same category? What was it? Z Nation? You know, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I, I saw mean, I saw the opening, but I haven't seen the, the whole movie. Comedy. Comedy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say Z Nation is more comedy. It's a it's a TV show yeah. like a parody Walking Dead kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I remember mean, Danny was telling me about it. No, I, actually, it wasn't Z Nation. I saw it was the, what was that movie? Um, Zombie something or the, no, the one with uh, Brad Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, World War Z. World War Z. War Z. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, I saw the opening of that, but no, I haven't. I haven't seen Z Nation at all. So you said that was more of a comedy. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that look? Dude, <laughs> bro, World War Z. I don't. I don't really like World War Z. Like, I like the concept. I like sort of like the zombies, but it, it's the zombies are a little too like Pixar. Like it's yeah. very comical, bouncing around. Like it's hard to be scared well, of them. It's the the thing is that the zombie, the the virus derived from like rabies. Okay. So you know, somebody scratch you, bit you, it spread within like twelve seconds, and you're you're one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the way that they were all like like bouncing around and shit. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of goofy. The funniest part to me was like when one of the beginning scenes. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> in, in one of the beginning scenes, 
they were in, like in the big city or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and one of the dudes I just tried to do it into a zombie was trying to get into these people's car, and he was like bashing his elbows and his head on the, wings, <laughs> on the window, like just in quick succession. It was hilarious. It's like that Will Smith movie. Would you consider uh, I Am Legend? Yeah. The worst part about that movie was the freaking CG uh, vampires, zombies, whatever the hell they are. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, I mean, it was a pretty solid movie. I mean, other than the CG being like shit, but yeah. you know, I felt like that's what I'm saying. The movie itself was good, but what kills it for me is of them. Yeah. Well, that's like the, the original that, that all you know, those type of movies are based off of. Uh, the Last Man on Earth and Omega Man and all that stuff is you know. If you go back and watch those, they're horror. They're, they're considered classic horror, but if you watch it, you laugh your ass off because like they're really badly painted up zombies who are just like, let us in, come out. It, you know, it's like okay. I'm sure at the time it was probably scary as shit. But like now you watch it, it's it's like really bad uh, theater. You know, I don't know. I'm so do you have to base it horror off the concept and not how well they carry it off? Or I don't know. I think today is more just uh, it's it's not really supposed to be scary. Yeah, because how, how do you scare people? Yeah, but I think a lot of today's horror is is that um like thriller type stuff because you do have hereditary you've got the autopsy of jane doe um i mean there's you know the conjuring mm-hmm. um all those different you know yeah and the conjuring is actually probably my favorite of all the new stuff like i i've just watched um the devil made me do it the other day i bought it before even reading the review i was like fuck it i'm just gonna buy it I, I really like those. Um, Have you seen Autopsy of Jindo? I hadn't even heard of that before you said it. No. Is it good? No. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that That's probably my favorite horror movie like ever. Well, go back to... What was I might check it out. Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. That's what he did when he first started. He did uh, The Last House on the Left. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a fucking horror movie. Because, um, I mean, it's it, it's so based in like... Real people do shit like this. Then yeah. you had another exploitation movie in the seventies called "I Spit on Your Grave." They've done several remakes of that. Yeah, that was fucking. Ooh, I don't know if y'all seen that. No, I haven't but, seen that. Ooh, son, <laughs> jacked up, huh? Yeah. But there again, like you said, it goes back to that. This is some shit that can happen. Yeah, you know, it's like is, uh, they've got one really called good. the Serbian film. It is fucked up like a football bat. Yeah. <laughs> So, but like, you know, to what you were saying there, because these new ones, which back in the day, they would be called suspense. Now they're called horror. Like, what is the appeal of it? Like, what, what do you think? Uh, it's, it's the, um, I forget the, the actual term of it, but it's, it's like the, the fear of like unknown mm-hmm. like not knowing what the fuck is going on yeah and just like shit happening that you can't control that then that's the fear that like i think a lot of people you think it's like putting you in that uncomfortable yeah, headspace it, yes okay yeah hitchcock has that thing where he's talking about um well he was trying to explain the difference to like some guy was interviewing at one time and i'm gonna butcher this <laughs> horribly but i'll try to get to the point 
basically you're saying is like, all right, look, if you do a movie and the scene is people sitting around the table like we're doing right now, and then just all of a sudden a bomb explodes under the table, you have a moment like a jump scare. You have this moment where it's like, oh my God, what just happened? But that's about it. Versus a suspense is where you show them the bomb first, and then you feel them all of us having our conversations. The whole time, you're just waiting for this thing to go off, and it puts you in that space where you're just... Right, and it's yeah. like, it, you see the bomb, and then cuts to the table, cuts to the bomb, and you just all of a sudden you hear the ticking in the background. It gets slowly quieter as everybody's talking, and then silence, boom. Right. And that that's that's the kind of like build up. And just tortures the hell out of you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Tor- it's torture. <laughs> After these messages, he won't be back. <laughs> I like uh, what we could talk about is. You ever notice how a lot of the friggin' 80s horror movies were friggin' basically public service announcements like anti-drugs, safe sex, and all that? No, I didn't notice that, but now that you're pointing it out. (laughs) Yeah. I I think, was it Wes Craven or maybe it was, might have been Carpenter, one of those, but they, they accused them of like basically killing the whole like free love movement because like one of the main things of it was, um, I think it was Carpenter. Either way, it was like one of those where the teenagers are just getting killed because they're all like having sex. Just turned out that's what was happening. And he's like, it was totally unintended. But then it just turned, like you said, it turned this whole fucking message about, okay, if you're having premarital sex with teenagers, they're going to get you. And a lot of people stopped. (laughs) They were like, I don't want to die like that. Yeah, that's a good fucking point. Well, like we were talking about, you know, today's, what they call horror today was suspense before and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I want to say that there's a certain point to where the slasher flick is becoming almost a parody of itself. Oh, well, is that in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, Very much so, yeah. But I think that's why they're going back to the type of horror movies like the conjuring and things like that mm-hmm. to get away from the slasher to get back to a more you know well, a well, horror film that that isn't you know somebody chasing you around with a knife right well, it's like uh, i was watching a movie on shutter a while back it was kind of a retro movie but it was made like a couple of years ago i can't remember the name of it but the plot was basically They've done it a couple of times. Uh, you remember Fright Night where the dude's watching the vampire or whatever? Mm-hmm. It was basically like that, and it's based on an old Hitchcock story. But dude thinks he's a guy's a serial killer, and nobody believes him. And that's what basically that is, freaking suspense, mm-hmm. trying to find out. It's a mystery. Yeah, you're right. It's the same plot with that Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs. Yeah. You mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's, you know, a comedy. Yeah, yeah. dark comedy. It's kind of just like a Evil Dead and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like that. that's something that's been bouncing around my head for a little while now because it keeps ruining movies for me because they keep saying this horror and blah, 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 and I go to watch it, and it's not what I'm expecting. Right. And it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just I'm going in with a different expectation than... 
Well, it's like that whole thing with the uh, sci-fi. They put everything with a spaceship in it or something under the freaking sci-fi genre. You wouldn't consider Star Wars... Well, like, they put freaking superheroes under the freaking sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. More fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, they lump a lot of that stuff together, sci-fi fantasy. But, like, Alien and Aliens, I consider that more horror than well, science fiction, you know? Yeah. But it has well, spaceships and it has futuristic stuff, so... Alien is more like a freaking slasher flick in space. Uh, aliens is more or less freaking Vietnam in space. Yeah, but still monster chasing humans i mean it's a monster movie action horror whatever you want to call it yeah all right so now that we've (laughs) explored that one um tell us about mr mr valley of thor yeah yeah yeah. okay i almost forgot we hadn't talked about yours yet i was like (laughs) yeah we're rolling on through here yeah okay how we doing we're good Okay. All right. We're going to take you back to March 16th, 1957, in a farmer's field just outside of Alexandria, Virginia. Okay. A man appears in the farmer's field. Police are called. The police show up. They go out to question the man in the field. Uh... He is then taken into custody of the police, but instead of being taken into jail or somewhere obvious, he's taken to meet with the Vice President Richard Nixon and the Secretary of Defense Neil McElroy. Okay. That's an interesting twist. Okay. So, in this meeting, he demands an audience with the President. President Eisenhower. Uh, He is granted this meeting with the president. Okay. Okay. So, with the president, he then informs them that he is from Venus. Of course he is. Uh, His name is Valent Thor. Is it Valent or Valiant Thor? Valiant. V-A-L-I-A-N-T. Valiant. Valiant. Valiant, yeah. Valiant Thor. And he is a representative of the Intergalactic Council. And he is there to discuss the nuclear weapons and potential of the human race. Okay. Uh, As in us destroying ourselves with the nuclear weapons, that pretty much it? Well, yes, us destroying ourselves, but that it will have a ripple effect throughout. The, uh, okay, the universe, you. you know, if we blow up our planet, other things are going to get fucked up. Yeah, you know. gotcha. It's one of those things. So instead of and you know being thrown in a rubber room or any various other things that could happen to this guy, he is granted an apartment at the Pentagon for three years. He lives at the Pentagon. I didn't even know they had apartments at the Pentagon. I didn't either. He lives at the Pentagon, and he sits in on various high-ranking meetings with the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the President, I mean, just anybody and everybody. He's in these meetings. Of course he is. Of course he is. He's Valiant Thor. He is the Valiant Thor. Uh, 
So his whole thing is he's continuing to try to get the American president to get rid of the nuclear weapons and all these things. Well, obviously because of the situation on Earth, uh, that's not something that we could just do. Sure. So, now, these meetings with Eisenhower and the Secretary of Defense or things, these have been confirmed by high-level people that this actually happened. It was confirmed by President Eisenhower's niece. Very high-ranking. And it was also <laughs> confirmed by McElroy's grandson. So well, that's that's it's it's locked. I mean, I mean, I mean that's if, it. Yeah. If, the niece and the grandson are in on it. I will hear no rebuttals. <laughs> so, yeah. there was a magic bullet. It was forged by Illuminati mystics to keep us from learning the truth. It was made out of unicorn urine. We learned a lot about the Valent Thor from a book called Strangers at the Pentagon, written by a man named Frank E. Strange. Well, my God. <laughs> I mean, when that's your name, what are you going to write? Right. Now, got to tell I don't really know how to address him, but Mr. Strange is... Doctor. Doctor. He is a minister. He's a Baptist minister. Uh-huh. He He is... He proclaims to have been a U.S. Marshal with the highest level of security. Nobody has confirmed that. And wouldn't it be strange if they did? Wouldn't uh, it be? Huh? 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 Stranger right. things have happened. Ooh, Ooh nicely done. Nice. So, this guy's wrote this book, and it's about this Valiant Thor. Valiant. And Goddamn, his name is Valiant. <laughs> Valiant. Sorry, my OCD was Thor. kidding. Me. <laughs> Mr. Thor. Mr. Thor. Yeah. Um, Disrespectful Thor. <laughs> he. He continues after the three years, after he's left, okay, to come back and visit with Strange to try, I guess, to make a effort to do something with this high-level Baptist minister guy. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, that's the gist of the situation. Like, but it's also they also say that. Uh, Eisenhower met with the Nordics. Mm-hmm. There's also rumors that he met with the Greys and that they made a deal with the Greys that in exchange for technology, they could, they, abduct, people. They could abduct people. And that's where that came from. That's where that whole thing came from. You know, But there's also other presidents who have made comments of aliens. Uh, at a summit when Germany was working on dismantling the wall and all those things. Uh, Reagan asked Gorbachev that if there was an attack from another planet, Mm -hmm. if Russia would aid the U.S. in defending the Earth. Why would you ask it? Why would you ask a thing like that? Because it was Reagan and he was slowly losing his fucking mind. (laughs) And... It was very shortly after that that he started coming up with the whole Star Wars, the project. Star Wars project thing. So, okay, so now I want to start taking a look at this a little bit. Okay, 
First of all, how did the guy in the field get a high level meeting right off the top? Yeah, I, you know, they say that a lot of the stuff that he did was to, like he communicated with the first people that he communicated with, like, almost all the way up to the president, was completely telepathic. Of course, of course it was. So this guy walks out of the field. I mean, Keanu Reeves had to land in a spaceship to get a meeting with the president. Right? True. Yeah. Uh, he walks out of a field, mm-hmm. communicates with the police officers through telepathic. They take him to meet with the Secretary of State and the Vice President, whom he telepathically talks to. And then he gets a meeting with the President, and he spends three years trying to dismantle our nuclear arms. And clearly and failed. At, and at the end of three years, he failed and went back to the Intergalactic Council, I guess, in shame. I don't know. Um, now, all of this story, I, does this whole entire thing come from... Oh, shit, I did I hit a button? No, okay, no that was me. Yeah, well, no, I thought I hit the stop record. Um, are we getting all of this from Strange's book? Like... This whole thing came from something he's telling us, or is this like a whole bunch of different people told the stories and then he compiled it later? You, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a there's the book. Obviously, a lot of it comes from the book, but then it's like one of those conspiracy theories where like they have pictures at meetings mm-hmm. and you know they have like this is you know this is him right here. Yeah, you know, and things like that. So there's some things other places, but most of it's coming from the book. Yeah. Of course, it is. but now we can't throw out the niece and the grandson. I mean, that's that's, that's a, your smoking gun. Right that's there. that's as much evidence as I need. Yeah, but my thing is okay. First of all, if I'm coming down to the planet that you know whatever, and why are you going to land in the field instead of the White House? Right. Right, there's that. And two, how are you? Why would you tell them? Oh, I'm from Venus. If I'm not from here, I don't know what the fuck Venus is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so it's like okay, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Then you have the whole fact of psychic ability to get through the police officers to get to the VP to get to the president to spend three years doing anything why wouldn't you just tell him to do it if you could psychically make all these people do what you want them to do okay skeptics or the others let me put my temple hat on well because he didn't actually telepathically make them do it he uses telepathy to prove to them that he was what he says he is and he impressed them so much that they were like, hey, this fucker can talk. You got to check this out. And they just kept passing him up the line until finally that he got there and he was like, you know what? My brain hurts. Well, during the lead up to my little Google search on the research up to this story, mm-hmm. wasn't this book written like in the 60s or 70s? Something like that, yeah. I don't have the exact date, publishing date, but yeah. But it sounds about right, yeah. Sounds like homie kind of got high during the summer of love and watching <laughs> the earth so still. It does, it does it. have a lot of, you know, the Earth stood still elements to it. It's, uh, it's a fair point. Yeah. I love, I mean, you think about his name, first off. Yeah. Valiant Thor. Okay. That sounds like he was reading a book about 
Thor and like in it was a description somewhere and said and Valiant Thor fought you know yeah. and he was like fuck that's it you know he yeah, just wrote it down that yeah. was his name yeah Valiant Thor yeah that's why I said like you know was it Valiant Thor it wasn't like vaginal dryness Thor like it was very specific Valiant Thor yeah, yeah. that yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you it and sounds it, like he was he, high of his ass he preached a lot of bullshit. very bullshit but very uh Christian Christian type mm-hmm. beliefs, love and forgiveness and all that, not war. Wasn't Valiant Thor trying to spread Christianity throughout the galaxy? That came up on my Google search. <laughs> there was that like I said, there's a lot of Christian elements in what he was trying to say. But, but he didn't call him Jesus Christ. He went down the direction and he called him fucking Thor. Right. Yeah, that's great. He's like, I don't want you guys to see what I'm doing. So I'm going to yeah. call him Thor instead of Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. and why did the guy name this? This guy's name is Thor and then the Nordics. You know, I mean, there's a lot of Viking stuff going on here. Yeah. 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 But, th- I mean, this was like when I was doing the research for this because I heard it on a different podcast. And, uh, you know, they did two whole episodes on this guy. And then, you know, there's a, you know, the book of the Strangers at the Pentagon. And then there are other books dissecting the book, you know. Trying to cash in, probably. Yeah, yeah, trying to make a little money off of the bullshit. But, (coughs) you know, it's, I'm still a firm believer in the fact that the best proof that there is intelligent life out there is that they have not tried to contact us. Or if they did, they quit trying to contact us. At yeah. some point, we fuck these guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still killing each other. It's a hopeless cause. Yeah. Um, here's my question to you guys about this, and just this shit in general. How do people keep getting convinced of things like this? You know, we we talk about the stuff as like it's entertaining. It's like wouldn't it be kind of cool or or this is bullshit. There are people who hear you talking about this, and before you started like killing it, <laughs> we're going like fuck yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that happened. Because uh, aliens replace friggin' fairies and elves and friggin' uh, common folklore. So you think? I, I actually have heard that several times. Like you think, like they they're the new fantasy, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was telling him, have you heard of the word archons? No. All right. In UFO circles, archons are like a a, a new race of aliens that everybody's pointing to. It used to be the Greys. You know, that was the whole thing, right? Um, the Archons have become the new, like, bad guy aliens. They're, I thought it was always the freaking shape-shifting reptilians. Nope, they beat them too. Um, they're over all that. And... Charlie Sheen's going to be pissed. He's gonna be, yeah, he's, he's probably beside himself. Um, it actually comes from the Gnostics. You know, from the old, you know, Jews, fighting Jews days. When they were still tribes. Part of Gnosticism is that, and I, I, I don't know a lot about it, so I'm, I'm maybe getting some of the details wrong, but basically it's like, I think it's either evil archangels or something like, because what the Gnostics did was they in, you know turned the whole story upside down. God was actually the devil, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they took the word from that, and somehow now it has become this race of aliens, maybe ancient aliens or something, maybe it's connection. And people hear it and they just automatically it's like yeah yeah is Eric Horn, it's gotta be is Eric Horn gonna play the devil in the movie yes 
and and God, they're double billing. <laughs> um, it's just strange that some people, no pun intended, strange, just buy it. They don't. There is like no. Um, well, it kind of sounds like shit, you know. They just well, yeah, all it. that goofy shit that was going on when y'all grew up with all the fucking crystals and new age bullshit. Oh, during the nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything had a frequency. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at it. It's it's not. It's not new. You know, it's been going on forever because you know. You look at. You know, David Koresh, look at Jim Jones, you look at, you know, all these people, the Haley's Comet people, mm-hmm. remember when they found those people, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, somehow these people get to where they get sucked into it. Sucked into it. I mean, and, and like you said, it's got to be a little bit at a time. It's got to be just a little bit, a little drop along the way or something because mm-hmm. there's no way you can hand this to somebody full blow and get them to fucking believe it. If they weren't like primed for it. Right. You yeah. Know, they, you know, you've got to, you've got to set them up to the right point where it's like with the Scientologist, mm-hmm. you know, they give you a little bit, you learn a little more, you learn a little more, you learn a little more, you learn a little more. And then you get to the top and they tell you about these fucking aliens and, aliens shit. and shit. Yeah. Okay. By uh, that point, you're... Uh, you know, a million dollars in deep, and right. your whole life is the, the at, cult. Yeah. At this point, you need it to be real. Yeah, you in your mind, you need this to be real because otherwise, you have just fucked off for the last twelve years of your life. And, yeah, you know, yeah. calling the spirit world. Calling so, the spirit world. It's a, the spirit world is busy. Call back. <laughs> you know, it's just that. I mean, that's all I can think. I know. I, I, I think I you're. I think I you're really. on track there. Um, you know, that's the way most cults work. Is you start off with, we're trying to do good. Uh, you need somebody. Where you're somebody you need. Come be with us. We're gonna fix what's wrong, and we're gonna go make the world a better place. And then slowly start turning them in the direction you want them to go. And then eventually, they're so far off the path. Like you said, you're so invested. And then all the shit around you has become your family. It's become your whole world. You can't turn away from it. Well, look at the people. They friggin' oh, what's the damn word? Look at the friggin' people. They friggin' predate on. They what? They friggin' uh. Look at the people they go after. Okay. Like it's usually people with broken homes. Mm-hmm. Got psychological problems. They don't have any friends and. They become, like you said, their family. Yeah, they 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 fill the void that they need. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then at some point, they they there's always seemed to be a, a tipping point where they go, "Oh, this is fucked." But then they also go, "Well, if I try to walk away now, either they're going to kill me, I'm going to lose everybody that's in my life, this new family, I'm going to lose it all." And the benefit outweighs. The fucked up in this of it mm-hmm. that was not a word and you just go alright well um, let's, let's go and then, then they just dive 100% in yeah. and after that they just quit questioning um, but yeah I mean it's just like and you ever notice that with those cults like the Jim Jones the David Koresh's and all those things like that it always seems to get to a point where only one dude's getting any ass 
Yeah, the top dude. Yeah, yeah. And every everybody's chick is his chick. Yeah, everybody's his wife. You know, and, and stuff like that. And so it's like, and I'm about to piss off the Mormons here. <laughs> Go for it. That's what got the founder of Mormonism killed. Yes, yes, it was. Yep. Um, didn't he die like during a prison escape or some shit? Yeah. Wasn't that it? Yeah. They literally, like a lynch mob, came for him as he was escaping prison because he knew they were coming to kill him while he was in prison. Um, and it's it, exact same path. Yeah. It's exact same path. Um, and Brigham Young, that the university is named after, was his right-hand man, and he was worse than he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it always goes down that, that same path. Uh, Scientology, the same thing happened there. Um, and there was another one, too. There was that one that the, the chick from Smallville got caught up in the Nexium, I think is what it was called. Yeah, uh, it was a basically a sex trafficking cult, and the only reason that they got busted the way they did, they the leader actually went to jail, like the whole thing got destroyed, basically, was because they didn't turn themselves into a religious movement and didn't have the religious protection mm-hmm. that something like Scientology has, um, which is just interesting by itself. But yeah, all right, look, I'll admit. Like back in the day when we were watching the X Files box set that you have, um, that's when back when Danny and I was doing security at that boat factory. I was watching those things religiously at the time. I was, it's not that I believed everything I heard, but I was so emotionally invested. Like I really, I needed it to be a real thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's like I just needed it to, and I was more willing to buy into it at that time than I am now, because now I, I don't know emotionally. I just don't fucking need that. You know, so now I can just look at it from a objective, whatever. But I think there is something. I think there's like to believe it. You have to be in a place where you just like you fucking need something. Yeah. You know, religion. And I think you and I've talked about this before, um, because religion has been taken away from society. You know, it's it's been demonized for lack of better terms. Yeah. Well, there's a void there. You know, the human race needs something to believe in, something greater mm-hmm. than itself. For some people, it's patriotism. For some people, it's whatever the fuck it might be. Um, but sometimes it's these conspiracy theories. You know, you need to believe. Okay, at least there's an alien race out there. Maybe they're to blame for everything. Or there's hope on the horizon because there's this alien race out there. And they're trying to save us, and it's just these assholes in government won't let them do it. You know, right. it's, it's something. Um, and if you're just so willing to believe, fuck, you'll buy every book that comes out every year. Mm-hmm. You know. That is like one of the biggest con jobs. Have you ever watched the book circuit for these guys, the UFO book circuit? (laughs) I was paying attention to it really hard like uh, a couple years ago when I was listening to these podcasts. And every one of them basically starts the same way. All right. We have a new, we've discovered a new secret. It's a new element. It's a new evidence. It's a new whatever it might be. And... We we know it is what it is because we've had it tested. We can't give it to you right now because we're still having it tested. But you just said you had it tested, right? And then, um, instead of just putting the evidence out there, they go, and we'll tell you all about it if you buy our book or our DVD. And then when it eventually gets to the point where they put it out there, there's nothing. Yeah. You know, and then... Freaking pyramid scheme. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. There was a movie, um, this was about 10 years ago, called Disclosure, that was supposed to come out. 
The guy that does that career, I think, is his last name. One of the biggest con jobs in this whole thing. He he went out and pushed this fucking thing that he's about to put out this video that is like the big disclosure. It all evidence is hitting the table. After this, there will be no more questions. Like this was it. He goes on like Joe Rogan and he tells these stories and you already knew something was wrong because he starts saying that he's able to make UFOs show up in the skies. You had to see him with the telescope, of course, but UFOs show up because he meditates to them. <laughs> so you already know he's come off of crank job bullshit. But I didn't see it when it first came out. I saw it a few years ago finally. 99% of that film was about him. About his journey to get the secret out to everybody. It was just this fucking just wank off to himself. And what evidence was there was the same testimonies you see on every UFO show ever of like something like Carter talking about, yeah, I saw something somewhere or some high ranking quote unquote general saying, I saw something, but I can't really tell you what I saw. You know, a bunch of vague shit. Yeah. And no evidence, nothing. And it all just fell apart. And it's just every one of them is the exact same way. Um, he came out with that. Oh, it was just disappointing that we weren't able to give you guys whatever. It didn't even give a reason why there was nothing there. And then it's still, still yeah. doing the same uh, dog and pony show. And unfortunately, we weren't able to give it to you this time. But in our next book, yeah, if you just buy the next one, we can do it, and you can just sell you on the next thing. And I made the mistake of thinking that kind of stuff was kind of new, like maybe nineties. But like this, you know, this came out, you know, like what sixties and seventies. And even before that, um, because of like the Roswell shit was like 40s, things yeah. that happened, there were little things that were coming out already. Like they were already starting to figure out, well, if I write something about this, somebody will buy it and I can pay the rent. Um, well, that was the whole thing with uh, Charles Manson, wasn't it? He started up this new age religious cult and got dumbasses to believe in him. Then he gets the same dumbasses to go out and kill the damn chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, start off. It was a uh, it was helter skelter. It was like a, another one of those doomsday cults. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a, a key part of these things. Um, if you go, what's her name, Leah Remini or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the chick from uh, Kings of Queens. Or whatever yeah, it was. yeah. Um, she's got a podcast that actually is like her and like the former guy from Scientology who used to be that one that would go out and try to go after people who would try to. Shut them down. So, I mean, he was they were pretty high ranking. And they do a podcast breaking the whole thing down, telling you exactly how it works. And they said that once they got out and they started studying these other cults, they realized they all work under the same principles. First principle is you tell people, like, like it's a self-help. It's we're trying to make the world better kind of thing. Then you get them in there and you get them busy. You get them busy doing something. You go, but it's the concept of like keep their head looking down and busy, so they don't look up and look around. And go, oh, this is fucked up. Yeah. And like you said, you know, you you get them in there long enough till they're finally so invested that they can't leave. The next part is you separate them from their families. All right. So that's the part where it's like, all right, you got your your families. See, they're they're trying to break us up. They're they're part of the bad guys. Like they're they're that thing. They're they're eat up by the system. Whatever it might be, they get you pulled away. So now you're separated. Now you're completely invested. You're so busy doing the studying this book and study this text, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. Years go by, and you don't know anything else but that thing anymore. Not to mention the fact that you're completely dependent upon them now. That's exactly what it is. And as it goes, what happens is there's a transition. It goes from the self-help phase 
to the codependent stage. Well, the codependent stage, and then it goes the the concept they're pushing though is it goes from self help to um, pers- persecution. That's what I'm trying to think of. Where they're coming to get us, whoever they might be. Most of the time, it's the government. Um, other times, it might be religious people or whatever, or just the citizens who don't understand. But there's they are coming to get us. Mm-hmm. We got to defend each other, and that's what starts turning them hostile toward the outside world. And eventually, they go kill like they did for Manson, or they kill like they've done for Scientology. Like they they know that murders have happened because mm-hmm. of that. I mean, hell the. The guy who's over Scientology, his wife has been missing for years now. Yep. Um, and it's, but almost all of them, if you, if you listen to a lot of podcasts about cults, they almost all follow that same trajectory. Yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, if you're going to make it work, you better make it a religion. At least that way they can't come for you, you know, in the same way that they did that Nexium cult. And that was when it started exactly like that. It was a self help for women. That's yeah. what that started as. And I was listening to a podcast the other day about uh, David Koresh and, you know, how all that got started and everything. And, you know, again, like you said, you know, religion, you know, things like that, they're coming to get us, you know, and that's how they got, uh, you know, everybody to be militant. You know, that's how they got everybody to start, you know, looking at, you know, the guns and the stockpiles and all that kind of shit, you know, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's strange how you know when you look at it from from our point of view, from the outside looking in, you know, especially when you look at the end result, you're like, how the hell did they get there? How did how did this? How did it go that far? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, you know, when you think about it from you try to look at it from their point of view. It's like you said, you know, at some point they become so dependent, so exiled from everybody else that, you know, that they need this because it, that's all they have. You know, the, uh, what, what was the one again? The Haley, Haley's, Haley's Comet. Haley's Comet. There are videos out there. They're, I think they're still on YouTube. Excuse me. Where they recorded themselves like talking about you know, what they were doing and about eventually where it was going, they all knew that it was going to end the way it was going to end. Mm-hmm. And there are videos leading up to the day they finally did it where they're talking about what they're about to do and they're happy. Yeah. Fucking happy. About it. And they're like, I don't understand why you all are so negative. You don't understand. Like we're, we're going to be free. Like we're, we're going to the better place and, and you, you know, you guys, you're wrong. Like we're 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 fine. We're great. They're so happy about it. It's like they're going on a field trip, mm-hmm. and that is so creepy. They're so bought into it that it's like the idea that you are killing yourself for this man, you know, for this re- religion. It just never even crossed their mind that it was the wrong thing to do. But you also can see what you were saying. You can see the look in their face. These people have come from some backgrounds where they had not been loved. They did not feel connected to anything. They probably been hurt a lot, and I hate to say it like this, but there was a simplicity, you know, like well, once wasn't you, firing on all pistons, I guess maybe once you get a somebody and you get these sophisticated techniques or whatever, and they specifically pray. That's what I was yeah, trying yeah. to say earlier. They yeah. prey on people like this, right? 
and they give them what they don't what they don't have Mm -hmm. and once they have that thing it's kind of hard to pull them away from it yeah the uh the the pros and cons it's like well i mean i'm getting what i need so if i've got to do something wrong or whatever i'll do it it's like an addiction almost you know in in a way it's fucked up as the whole thing is you can almost lend a little respect to the guys who did like the Haley's comic cult Mm-hmm. Because he preached all that stuff to him, but he went with him. Yeah, he went with it. He believed what he was saying, and he followed it all the way to the end. As where you got like Jim Jones and David Koresh, who were just conmen, just conmen, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, when I, you don't, get, I don't know as much about Koresh, but yeah, Jim Jones definitely. Jim Jones definitely. Koresh believed what he was saying, but you could also tell that he didn't. You know, he didn't really, I mean, he used it to get everybody there to follow him and all that stuff, but. Well, you had that aspect and kind of also had the aspect of Waco and we don't really know what happened. Oh, yeah. Well, I, mean, that was, I was thinking that A lot of fucking people died. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was, when he was talking about, uh, you know, part of their persecution belief was like the government was coming to get him. In this case, literally it happened. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that lends a lot of weight to anybody after that. Oh, the, the government's coming to get us, really? Wake, Wake up, up. Right there, yeah. Wake Point up. right to yeah. it, yeah. Ruby Ridge and all that kind of shit. Yep. But Yeah, they didn't know, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, hell, you had, what was his name, Jim Jones? He killed a freaking, his people killed a freaking congressman or wounded him or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that video where they attack? Mm-hmm. There's actually a video of it. Um they're getting on the plane, and somebody, I guess, had, you know, of course, this was back in the day, so I'm sure it was one of the big-ass cams on the shoulder. Um, it was a news reporter that was there with them. And they're going up, and you hear, like, the vehicle, and you see people piling out, and gunshots start going off, camera hits the ground. It's not too long. You see, like, feet on the ground where people are laid over, and they just come up. I mean, they just laid everybody out, just shot them just like that. Um, you know, just a guerrilla attack. And there was no hesitation. It was like, get out, get out, nothing. They just start shooting. Simple as that. Yeah, all because he had talked a lot of them into, like, if you don't want to be here, come with us and we'll take you home. And Jim Jones was like, nope, not take them on. Yeah. Because he knew, like, they had already been run out of America, which is why they were there. Right. So he knew, like, if, if he goes back and he starts telling about this shit, he's going to turn the local government against him. He's going to be run out again. But at this point, he had nowhere else to go. Yeah. So it was like, all right, well, it's all or nothing now. Um, well, he also got a. I'm kind of vague about this, but he also had. He also got away with some stuff in uh, the U.S. because he had kind of connections to certain politicians in San Francisco. Yeah, I remember hearing something like that. Um, but eventually, he burned those bridges, and that was, I think that's when yeah. he kind of had to leave. Um, his his safety net got took away yeah. from him. Um, and but that was one of the things that you remember when we were coming up. They taught us that everybody drank that Kool Aid willingly. Mm-hmm. It turns out that wasn't true. That wasn't true. Yeah. Um, there's a audio recording of an old woman who was begging him not to kill the babies and and not to you know do what he was doing. And he just kept like you know no no don't be afraid this is what we're supposed to do and you know I told you like blah 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 and it seems like there's some. Like maybe just a couple of clips somewhere of them actually, you know, drawing weapons on a few of them, making them do it. But I, don't know. I mean, it's just 
it speaks, like I said, it speaks to the mentality of a person that, I don't want to say falls for that, but because, I mean, like I said, when you come at it from that that drop at a time mm-hmm. mentality, you know, and you just slowly lead them on, you know, it, you know, do you guys, do you think that's like the same mindset of, I mean, I know we don't have a whole lot of, you know, experience with this here, but, you know, would that be like the same mindset with like a street gang? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it basically is a street gang cult would be. Well, I mean, the whole thing know. of what gangs offer, you know, it's belonging to something that you don't at the time have. Yeah. You know, that's what uh, gangs, that's what all of those things like it. That's part of the lure. You don't feel powerful. You join the gang, you get, you know, you get to feel like a fucking gangster. You get to feel strong. You don't have a, a family at home, you know, sp- you know like single parent mm-hmm. homes, right? Now you got this family, you know, and so yeah, I mean, there there is a a big part of that. Um, religion is the same thing, whether it goes that way or not. Yeah, you know, you you're in your life, you don't feel powerful, you feel like the whole world is coming down on you, and you don't have a way out. So you get to go to this building where they tell you that the invisible man in the sky is going to save you. And you know, if we sing these songs together and, uh, you know, congregation, you have a family. Yeah. And some people get addicted to church just from that, mm-hmm. you know, whether they believe it or not. Right. And then some of them believe it so deeply that, well, they yeah. make it kind of hard to live with them. What, what is it? Come on. <laughs> no, you got this look at your face like you're about to drop some serious knowledge right now. Like you're like deep in thought. I'm just scratching my veins. I thought you wanted to smell in your hand. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all right. So, fuck, we're like an hour 13 into it. Um, any other business before we shut this down? Not that I can think of. I think we've pretty well dug into this. All right, well, that's the end of this episode of The Odd Zone for the two people listening and Kevin when he goes back later. <laughs> we appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the next one. Just put UFO in the title. Yeah, that, that's our we'll highest rated ones. <laughs>